from the smallest room in New York City. From the smallest room in New York City. Comes a show, Comes a show that gives you a reason, a reason to, live. to live. Looking at stories from New York City. How about a 14-year-old stabbed to death right on the subway? Hamilton Heights, Manhattan. A 14-year-old boy died after he was stabbed inside the New York City subway Saturday. According to police, the teen was found suffering from a stab wound to the stomach on the northbound one train platform. You don't want to get stabbed there. And inside the 137th Street and City College Station in Hamilton Heights, Manhattan. That's way uptown. Around 3 p.m., police believe the teen uh, got into a dispute with someone he knew on the on the street, and the and the fight continued inside that station. At some point, the teen got stabbed in the stomach, transported to a local hospital. He was pronounced dead. Dead. Police recovered a knife and a broomstick at the scene of the stabbing. Alex. What's with the broomstick? Don't you wonder? I got some questions. I'm, I'm, I hope that he duct taped the, he or she duct taped the knife to the broomstick for more, uh, putting more distance between you and the victim. Ah, right. Like a bayonet kind of thing, but without the rifle. I think that's interesting. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I <laughs> recovered a broomstick. Uh, you know, that maybe it was a. Please well, you say, you know, like uh, he or she, maybe it was a witch, right? I mean, don't you immediately think of some kind of a, a but most people, it doesn't uh, occur to them to think female, you know, you said he no, or she, we, most people picture a guy and you, and you go, man, this, you know, women stab. I was, you know, I, I was trying to, I was trying to be politically correct on this fair and balanced show. I'm, it, you're, you're, you're a, a connoisseur of journalism and writing. So I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking why. Why write broomstick in the story? It's got to matter somehow. It must be related. Well, they identified a person of interest who was seen in surveillance footage sweeping up at the subway station. <laughs> that person was found by police near West 173rd Street and Broadway in Manhattan. Taken into custody, he was bleeding at the time from his back and abdomen. Brought to an area hospital, treated for wounds to his left hip area and the cause for those wounds and his role in the incident remain part of an ongoing investigation. So if you have any tips, submit them to Crime Stoppers 1-800-577-TIPS, T-I-P-S. Then we can move on with another stabbing because there's a bunch of them today. There's a Man, guy I stabbed. Shouldn't What's that? Thing. I shouldn't it, have smoked weed before the show. The stab, I mean, just one second on the stabbing, like the subway is gnarly enough. I've been there, but getting stabbed, I mean, how do you, you get stabbed in the subway. It's already an abrasive environment. And how do you die from a stab wound these days? I mean, they rush you to the hospital, whatever. Like, how does he not make it through that? Well, whoever stabbed you had to probably want you to be very badly injured or dead. Oh, you know I mean, like you can, I mean, do you, you ever see somebody uh, stabbed multiple times, you know, then, then that, that, oh, for I don't Christ. know. This, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could just yeah. make just you can butcher somebody with an you know a, a, an edged a weapon what you know you can get sliced right across the throat you know i mean like that's a kind of a stabbing a slashing uh you just gotta all you gotta do is lose enough blood uh that yeah. shit can happen and, and then also when you get to the hospital there's 40 other guys waiting in line <laughs> stabbed oh. also <laughs> Here's stabbed. A, i mean forgive my yeah exactly forget my question it might be ridiculous but would you rather stab somebody 10 times and like go through with that or get stabbed 10 times well, what do you Both think? Suck, I, think. <laughs> I mean, the stabbing is just, come on. I shoot squirrels every day and shit, but like, damn it. No, you anyway. don't stab them. Stabbing a squirrel, now that is a fucking challenge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Takes You're from back, down south like me, right? Tennessee, back, Virginia? No. But yeah, Georgia, South Carolina, wherever I'm from. And But back to my roots, you can really, you know, that's what they would do. They'd have to, you know, they'd have to be prepared. That's why they're barefoot, you know, so they can creep up on a squirrel all quiet and shit. Just have your knife ready, stab that little son of a bitch, and then make yourself a hat and, you know, a snack. Because there's not a lot of meat on a squirrel. Uh, police are searching for the man who stabbed a victim twice in the back. Ah, outside a New York City subway station. This guy waited till after the ride. Happened outside the entrance, uh, or in this case, the exit of the J Street Metro Tech Station in downtown violent Brooklyn. Around 6 p.m., 55-year-old woman, uh, excuse me, 55-year-old victim was treated was threatened oh my god i used to be good at this uh the the victim was threatened by another man who punched him in the face and then stabbed him in the back with a knife the victim was hospitalized in stable condition 
See, this guy lived. Yeah, what the fuck's wrong with the first guy? I don't know. He was younger, too. I think this guy seems like a, this is a 55-year-old victim. The other guy was, what, what did I say, 14? That's a... That's yeah, no, this is ass-backwards for sure. Old guys have got some fucking, they, you know, for some they got less to live for, and yet they try harder to keep doing it. Uh, here's the a picture of the guy. I mean, you can see on my shared screen here, the uh, that's the suspect right there. It's, uh, who is that guy? He looks familiar. Oh, didn't he used to have a series on on Fox? I don't, I don't Came know. Came on after Steve Martin. It's called Rock or something like that. Uh, no. He's approximately 40 years old, by the way. Six feet. That weighs about 250. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who look like that in the city. I don't know if you or Seth Barron or somebody knows stats. Like, with a picture like that and the 877 tips number, like an advertisement like that, what are the numbers on uh, capture and prosecution based on the Crime Stoppers press, you know, uh, last word. they got pictures of a guy like that i'd say yeah, the numbers are pretty they, well above 60 to 70 percent i would guess i if mean your you know, face mask on was like up there like you know you're fucked like you got to get out of town or something someone's gonna say something yeah for new reports or something Sorry. yeah that guy's got friends he, he he has at least one legit friend right at least one you know non-criminal that he associates with, he buys his fucking coffee from every day or something. Somebody knows who this fucking guy is, or at least where he'll be. And why would he see he was threatened and then stabbed? Okay, now he's 54. The victim or, or the uh, perpetrator there's 40 about, they, they think. So why, what do you, what's it about? You know, I mean, like what makes somebody punch somebody in the face and stab him a couple times? He wasn't robbed, I don't think. You know, what's the point? Yeah. What's the victim's demo? Like demographics or anything well they just just 40 <laughs> that's all they say they don't give the race or anything if that's what you're <laughs> Asian dude damn it or Asian woman oh yeah. well it's it's a random act of violence because like I, I don't know if it's his homie and he's just like getting in a fight like it wouldn't be newsworthy you know what I'm saying like that shit happens all day every day up there but, well yeah, yeah I but I mean it's it's I, you know, this isn't splash across the front page of the uh, of, of the Times Post and New York Daily News or anything. This is just just another stabbing in the city. You know, it's this is the below the fold. Uh, what do you think? Page eleven. You know, what do you think is in his left hand there? It looks like a rag that he's going to use to like uh, you know knock somebody out. But <laughs> that's my probably just my imagination. I don't know what that is. That's a good question. I mean, it's right there, right? Could it be? I thought it was a spray paint can or something, but who the hell knows? I mean, this person's making a good decision. I like the jacket, though. It is. It's a sharp jacket. It's a sharp jacket. And the mask, he's wearing it too low. Obviously, it's not going to be effective, even if he pulls it up. All right. So here's another story. Police release photos of a suspect linked to a fatal stabbing in a Manhattan park. Another stabbing. God Christ, Pat. All right. Let's go. What do we got? Well, here's the problem. You know why there's so many stabbings is because the gun laws here are so strict. This is what happens when you have strict gun laws. Now, this guy, obviously, not to my mind, is not part of the Citibank uh, program, you know, using his own credit card, you know, to, like, secure this bike. Am am I wrong? I mean, no, there's no way he unlocked that thing the proper way. I'm sorry to say, but, you know, I wouldn't have either. Unhoused man, 34. I'm no, I'm in no way interested in stealing one of those twelve hundred, fourteen hundred dollar bikes. That's what those fucking things cost. I mean, when you build yeah, something, they're fourteen hundred pounds too. What, what, and what? you just they're twelve or fourteen hundred pounds as well, <laughs> and you look like an asshole if you're riding one, including that dude. So you know, you and I who are image, you know, associated, we we like keeping up, you know, appearances. We're not going to be oh. caught dead on one of those things. Uh, no man, I'm not gonna ride one of those. I I just can't do it. I I, uh, I, I knew somebody who did, not, and and uh, I didn't feel the same about him afterwards. Um, anyway, these are the photos that were released. Uh, he's uh, allegedly behind uh, the fatal stabbing of this man in the Manhattan Park, an unhoused man. It says, as you said, 34 unhoused was lying on a bench in the vicinity of West 11th Street and Hudson River Greenway. I that park. I've performed in that fucking park. Where, so that, from Chelsea, that's like down. That's down south, right? Just a bit. Just it, a bit. The 
Okay. Yeah, it's right there by if if this is the one I'm thinking of. Let's see, Chelsea Greenway, Hudson River Greenway. If that's the one I'm thinking of, I may be wrong, but that but it's just this little patch of grass that sits right there on the West Side Highway, basically. So it was the worst place to have a comedy show ever. It was like comedy in the park or some shit. And they had this. It's like the constant. You know how an interstate sounds. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's how it was. Of shit. And then the classic, like people aren't expecting a show on house. People are trying to take a nap on the bench. And you got to be like, hey, yeah, tonight might be the night and all that type of thing. Someone's trying oh. to stab somebody, you know, and uh, it's uh, and they don't want to be interrupted with jokes. They put, if there was more laughter in the world, there'd be fewer stabbings. Um, but if there were fewer bad comedians in the world, there'd probably be fewer stabbings, too. Pulled a sharp object out, stabbed him in his upper right abdomen at around 3 a.m. Upper right abdomen. So he was going for the heart, I guess. Taken by EMS to a hospital, pronounced dead. You know, I'm sure they made a really high priority out of a 34-year-old unhoused man. They're not homeless anymore. Unhoused surveillance footage from the police showed the suspect riding a city bike. Uh, city bike. Shortly after the deadly stab, this is shortly after the deadly stabbing. This guy's not soaked with blood. This guy's not carrying a knife. This guy doesn't look like a maniac. He looks like a guy on a bike. And uh, yeah, how would you know? The investigation by police is ongoing. Still unclear if the victim and the suspect knew each other, or if it was a random killing. Does he look like he would hang around with a 34-year-old unhoused man? Really though. I mean, who am I to say? He looks pretty relaxed. He's chilling. But all right, it's 3 a.m. This say he this dude stabs a homeless guy wearing layers and everything, stabs him in the upright abdomen. It's 3 a.m., right? And he goes cruising off on the city bike. Who the fuck gives a description? And then they somehow get the picture of the guy on the bike. Like I, the system's broken. Like I'm amazed that they can even put that together. Like, yeah. Witness. And then, uh, Christ, I don't know. I'm it wasn't. I doubt it. Would, did they say witness description? Well, did they, they, say they had to figure out how to capture that screenshot of the surveillance footage. Like, how did the cops know to look at that camera and see the dude? That's well, like, I mean, good police work, I guess. I don't know. I think if I was a detective and there's a, a stabbing in the park, there's a guy laying there on the bench. They pick him up. They take him to the hospital. You know, but you find out where he was. And then he's uh, he's dead there in the park, or he's stabbed in the park. You go, okay. Well, let's go back to the approximate time of the stabbing and see who looks like they might have, you know, come or left around that time. And then they go, oh, well, that looks like the guy because it was only one other dude and he was asleep. Um, yeah, I, I forgot that the guy survived, so he's able to give a, a victim statement. So yeah, I'm dumb, and yeah, that makes sense. No, but, no, right. I mean, look, he might have been totally unconscious by then. I think they just, I think they can just look at video if they know about where the guy is going to be. Then they, uh, then that's the the suspect. You know, I mean, maybe he did it. Maybe he did. Maybe the guy's still lingering in that tiny little park. <laughs> I mean, hell, they they probably all but captured it on video. Um, it, it's uh, it's surprising that they did. Now, this is an interesting story here because we've been hearing a lot about stabbings, and uh, we've been hearing uh, a lot about gun control. Gun violence is something that you know, you know, but blade violence, you don't hear anything about. You don't hear a lot about stabbings. Nobody ever says knife control, uh, edged weapon control. How about, you know, because it's like I've said, uh, a dangerous criminal without a gun is still a dangerous criminal. And 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 like uh, a gun without a dangerous cr criminal is uh, harmless. And, it, and it's also a uh, an enhancement to public safety. So that's. um the difference that's why it's not gun violence gun violence isn't an issue criminal violence is an issue they could even have a tool most times it's a hammer sometimes it's a screwdriver but in this case it's a wrench a wrench wielding man beat a pregnant woman on a bronx street wow do we have the bronx wrench assault right here could we be that lucky right there look at him beat her damn it Someone's coming up. She's going to get beat, too. Oh, yeah. What are you trying to do? Stop me from beating this pregnant woman? What? <laughs> Where have you been? He's Look at this. racking up on these right now. Oh, yeah, everybody. She's like, damn, okay, fine. Beat a woman with a wrench. You guys get all pissed. What do you do Back if you're in his car, a road rage incident? Is that what that was? What do you do if you're the third car in line right here? 
Honk, you just honk and honk. <laughs> just agitate it more. Mm-hmm. God damn. I can't hear you too well, Alex. Uh, How about now? Yeah, a little better, a little better. Yeah. This is something else. And and, and it shows, even, you know, you don't really think about this camera view. He's coming right through. Now he's, is he out again swinging? Where is he? Yeah, nope. They're not going to get out of his way. Let him get away. Who's in the first car? The first car is the problem here. All right. Oh, Jesus. First car is always a problem. I think the beating must be over. This is just the aftermath. That guy, there he goes. He's just pulling around. He's like, fuck it. And now they're going to try to get in his way. Uh-uh, you ain't going nowhere. He's like, yeah, I'm going to. I'm just going to. Look, I, I just beat a pregnant woman with a wrench. I'll run over a total stranger. Yeah. The only thing that's missing is some four-wheelers and dirt bikes and stuff like that. Some more chaos, yeah. Here he goes. Bam. I mean, like, I don't know how to. He's a lefty. That's interesting. A southpaw wrench beater. Do you need a special? Do you need a special wrench for if you're? I mean, like, it's not an Allen wrench. I guess it's um looks like now a wrench, man. You know, you ever seen some of those big plumber wrenches? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The heavy those duty things, guys. You could, sw- yeah, two arm swingers. You know, just like fucking. You'd have to, you'd have to be a man of of pretty great strength to wield one of those. Even if you get it moving any remotely fast, that's gonna hurt. You know what I'm saying? It's like and blunt object. The thing's got some weight to it. If he if he shopped American, it's like I mean it, that that's a bad day for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? There's never a there's no super. There's well, you have Thor with the hammer, but there's no superhero with a wrench. You know, with like a pick. <laughs> I'm trying to think like gun control, whatever. But it's like in the stabbings, like I'd rather get shot than bludgeoned for sure. Really? What's wrong with the old-fashioned shooting? I know there's like collateral damage, but good lord, it's like so much more gruesome with the up close and personal stabbings and beating with tools and all that type of shit. Damn it! Up close, up close and personal stuff is always more uh, heartfelt. You know what I mean? A shooting could be, you know, whatever. You shoot a guy, but uh, you know, you pull a trigger. You're at a distance. It's uh, maybe a miss. Maybe you hit somebody. You hit somebody on accident. A couple people die, or they don't. With a with yeah, you gotta really be locked in on one victim, and really angry. I mean, you gotta you gotta be pretty fucking angry uh, to do it, and especially with a knife. Or you have to be very covetous. You know what I mean? Like uh, like women who cut a woman's baby out of her stomach because they want the baby. To me, that always seems like that is the most gruesome form of of theft or kidnapping. I guess they should charge them with kidnapping. I think that's the least of their worries when they get busted for that shit. But it's like, yeah, what? And they try and like raise the fucking whatever fetus or whatever. Jesus Christ! I'm really glad we're having this conversation for sure. Well, uh, hey, it's an important conversation. It's one that people need to hear. That's why I asked you if you'd rather do the stabbing or be stabbed. Is it's like I don't know if I could go through with that. Like just the, especially when you get into like the 30s and 40s of time stabbing. Like I mean, that's to forget the the cardio needed, but just like you're in there, man. That you got to be like having an out of body experience or something. Jesus, you got to get bored after a minute, you know, of of stabbing the same sort of spot. You know, a turnover or something. You know, you want a new surface. To, to go on or something. I would imagine that it gets kind of like to be a drag if you're just like gut, 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 gut. You know, if you, if they, uh, how bored do you? So you get a frozen pizza, right? It's not cut. The pizza comes out the oven. You're bored after the two or three slices needed to cut that pizza. Like, you're like, nah, no more cutting needed here. Yeah, exactly. You just start eating, eating the whole fucking pie there. Uh, our, our, this wrench wielding man repeatedly bashed this pregnant woman in the head. A horrific broad daylight attack is how it's described here on Newsbreak on a Fordham Heights street. You know Fordham Heights. Up in the boogie D, the assailant bludgeoned the 26-year-old victim with a metal wrench on Grand Concourse near East Fordham Road around 5.20 p.m. rush hour, June 6th. Hmm, a day that'll live in infamy for this woman and in the form of her scars, bruises, and uh, various other injuries. I'm sure the NYPD put out a request for the public's help finding the perpetrator and uh, surveillance footage released by the investigator. Should the attacker shoving the victim against a parked car, repeatedly raising his arm to rain blows upon her. Wow. What a, what poetic how writing. How did they spell rain? R-A-I-N. 
I guess that's the correct term. It's not R E I E N, right? No, it's no. not. It's not. A, That'd be like during your reign, you reigned he blows. He was reigning blows, reigning supreme. I, was, I, I, I guess reigning supreme is what is a verb. Yeah. Oh no, they they did the the right uh, spelling. I'm, I get autistic about about you know diction and stuff like that. Well, well why don't I just share the screen? That way you you won't have to ask such stupid yeah, fucking questions. Uh, yeah, exactly. My bad. Uh, so, so the surveillance footage shows this happening, raising his arm to do it, and uh, it shows some good Samaritans there intervening to break up the attack. Uh, they went unpunished. Somehow, that happens sometimes. A good Samaritan unpunished, but often they are punished. You know, often they have to pay the price. Were, yeah, were you the one that said medium Samaritan or something? You? <laughs> Just a neutral Samaritan. Yeah, yeah, that was okay. I remember that one. Um, I want to help, yeah. but you know, I'm uh. okay. So they are the guy who stabbed the homeless guy, they caught him on video on a bike. This guy is driving on a fucking thoroughfare with a vehicle. Why don't they have his license plate number and why isn't he in custody already? Because this one seems like pretty easier, like easier to catch the guy. Well, you got your night watch detectives, you know. And who uh, probably would have caught that uh, middle of the night case in Manhattan? I guess probably Manhattan South, something like that. Uh, they, these are uh, you know highly qualified, experienced men uh, doing the police work on a level that we can only imagine. And then in the Bronx, they just don't even want to fucking convict anybody uh, if they do prosecute them. Uh, I'm not saying that they're just not trying because you know, hey, look. Uh, cops everywhere doing what they can. The Bronx is also, you know, it's it's a pretty, it's it's a pretty rough area sometimes. Uh, and uh, I mean, it's it's a large area. Parts of it can be a little rough. I'll just leave it at that. They can be a little rough. Uh, so the um, the assailant got back into or got into a silver BMW and drove off. Uh, victim was rushed to a. She just had a severe cut to her head. Was described by police as being in stable condition. I guess her pregnancy was probably incidental. I don't know why they mentioned it. I mean, uh, was she big fat pregnant or was she brand new pregnant? Uh, did she just find out she was pregnant? Maybe that's why he was hitting her. Maybe he hasn't fucked her in a couple of months and she's pregnant. You know, we don't. I mean, in that case, she probably would at least know the guy's name. So that might be a good lead. Yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm equally skeptical as you when it comes to reporting these days. It's like, who the fuck knows if any of this is like even accurate? But again, I have it might not even be real. Maybe this didn't happen in New York. So maybe this is. Well, have you ever been interviewed by the local news or a newspaper? It's like the, the misquoting is like rampant. So it's like I, I look at everything with like, you know, with the grain of salt and everything. They but, approach me for interviews so often that I've come to that. I just started not doing it anymore. It's not worth it. And because same reasons, I don't like being misquoted. All right, well, hold on to your hat, sir, which you are wearing. If Three you give women. me another stabbing story, I will lose it. But no, no, no. This is not a stabbing story. We have a different sort of weapon here. Three women charged after a violent food fight in the Lower East Side restaurant. Lower East Side can break a couple of different ways, can't it? It might be perhaps, perhaps you're slumming it on the on the Lower East Side, or perhaps. It's a fancy place. Usually, it's a little bit of both. That's what I found. You usually get a little bit of both. Now, uh, th this video exists, and, and uh, I'm going to see if I can find it. If I click through to it here, maybe it will be here. Oh, dear. Now, here's what happened in this, in this story. Three women arrested in a Lower East Side restaurant is rebuilding. After a, Usually, a food fight does not result in rebuilding. It's a shocking incident captured on social media over the July 4th holiday weekend, Independence Day. Hope you had a good one. According to authorities, the women identified as Pearl's area, Chitara Placentia, <laughs> Placentia, and Tatiana Johnson walked into a Bell Freeze, Bell Freeze on uh, or Fries, Bell Fries on Ludlow Street around 4 a.m. and placed their order. Employees who were working at the time said the women wanted more sauce. Oh, shattering stereotypes on New York City Crime Report. Upon being informed that they would be charged $1.75, they allegedly jumped over the counter and began wreaking havoc. Before, they were just wreaking, throwing objects at employees and destroying plastic 
pandemic barriers and computers. That I support. And I don't I don't know that I don't support them for not getting a little extra sauce for less a buck seventy five. They are as my as my as my mom would have said, they're proud of their sauce. Lord, I, yeah, Bell Fries. It's oh my god! All right, can, uh, keep going. Let's well, I'm just here. saying uh, that's that's what my mom would say when they, when something was just too damn much. She'd say, "Well, they're proud of their sauce, Bell Fries." I want to see. I don't. I don't want to. I want to go to their website here and just see. You won't believe your fries. It says here on the website, oh. Bell Fries oh, artisan fries. fries. It's. Look, if you go any place where the word artisan is involved, that's just yeah. go ahead and add half again to the price of fucking everything. At yeah, least yeah. farm fresh, local premium best fries on the planet. So yeah, they just didn't want I, I bitch too. I'd break down the COVID barrier and fucking what the first girl is my ex-girlfriend, so I kinda can't comment too much, but only one of them? I can't I, I didn't know that there were any such women you hadn't dated in New York City. Uh, American soldiers stationed in Belgium were introduced to... Oh, this is... I'm reading it like it's oh, the story. American soldiers were stationed... <laughs> so, okay, let's see how much the fries are. Small cone. Oh, that's cone. Oh, a, a that's cone of fries. You get them in cones. Six seventy five for the small cone of fries. Medium, eight seventy five. Two dollars more for the large. So it just walks up in $2 increments. I imagine that small fries is that's for the water cup like the cone that you get off the gatorade kind of uh cooler yeah like yeah exactly what you're drinking fries. on the sidelines just to fucking and i bet you that it's it's the kind of order of fries you can finish i'd be pissed too i'm, I'm on their side if she's feeling. listening it's the baby girl i had a feeling all right go to the sources what are we talking here let's see oh yeah popcorn chicken and fries so i mean like we're looking at some pretty nice fried stuff sauces what kind of sauce Dollar seventy five each, or hey, well, look, you get three for four and a quarter. Now you're gonna get them even more upset if you try and reason with them and say there's a discount for getting three. They're gonna get angrier, I think. Well, based on look at the selection though, for Christ. I mean, we got you know peanut satay. I'm starving well, look, right Black now. truffle mayo. That's an <laughs> additional dollar fifty for the black truffle mayo. A uh, free sauce. Oh, I'm sorry. Queso, roasted garlic, aioli. I never like bullshit. Like, I never like aioli. I'm never interested in, in that stuff. I mean, oh, this this BLT has aioli mayonnaise. And I say, go fuck yourself. Craft Hellman's, you know. I, I, yeah, it's a fancy term. But guess what? I think what we're really saying here is that good they had to rebuild or like re what did they say restructure rebuild. the restaurant the place should be burned to the ground with this with this fucking um holier than thou menu and pricing so i'm i'm with yeah. my sisters on yeah we we know who you're with you're <laughs> making good points peanut satay curry so mango <laughs> dude i wish i could give you some fries right now a uh, vegan a's well, what's with the mayonnaise all over the fries? To give me a f look, you get free chopped onions, free Cajun seasoning. Get See, extra seasoning. Get extra onions. Wait, what was the what was the term they used to for the state of the restaurant? Real quick, I think it was uh, rebuild. Let me see. It should be fucking rebuild. No, burn that place to the ground. There's the wrench. Okay, yeah. So, uh, this uh, what says? Uh, well, there. It says, uh, jumped up the counter. Anyway, rebuilding. It's, well, let's see. I guess, I guess it must have been in this previous version of the story. Oh, yeah, it's rebuilding. It says, rebuilding. Yeah, rebuild your fucking menu and pricing, you greedy bastards. I'm on, I'm on the side. Okay, whose that. side are you on here, man? I just want to know, just, just definitively. <laughs> you haven't even. You haven't even There's seen. Sure, they're horrifying. Now to the city, where Let's three women first. faced a judge today for their role in a wild food fight inside Can a East Side restaurant. A wild food fight. It's not a fucking food fight. And by the way, just so I can get this out of the way, I don't find this woman attractive just because she happens to look a certain way. She's not attractive, and she'd be a problem. I think she look. She'd be a problem. You say? Yeah, because she'd be a like, problem. She'd be a problem. Oh. 
<laughs> There's a big difference in those two sentences. But this woman, in my opinion, looks fly in yellow. No, I was going to say that, but I've already done it. Inside Bell Fry's restaurant. This is Early not Sunday a food morning, fight. The chaos breaking out over the price of extra condiments. Jessica Formoso spoke with some of the parties involved. Look at this. And has the very latest. You don't oh, have to rebuild after a food fight. Bell Fries on Ludlow Street early Sunday oh, morning so over the cost of dipping sauce. Oh, the situation oh quickly got out of control that the store alarm went off. <laughs> Authorities say these three oh, women shit. seen in this video. Okay. Mother's all right. right. Still, still supporting your sisters there? The, the real crime here is that that restaurant's website is representing to be an upscale kind of like fast casual establishment and look at this fucking place that that the menu and website does not match what the fuck it looks like in there and what happens on a nightly keep basis keep in but, mind keep in mind what you're looking at is behind the scenes you're not supposed to see you know the cleaning products and the fire extinguisher and all these cables and shit this is taken by an employee as they have sauce winged at them Perla Ozaria, Chatara Placencia, and Tatiana Johnson walked into the fast food joint at around 4 a.m. They placed their order. That was a fucking. To the these are chairs. And she, did, what did she throw? Order and a fast food joint at around 4 a.m. That's a fucking stool. That's not a food fight. I'm sorry. Oh, I was focused on that jar, that bottle of Worcestershire sauce that the, my ex-girlfriend there chucked. I didn't even see the stool. You gotta just the customer's always right. Just give them the fucking sauce. Like 175 Christ. Well, how slim are the margins? Like and this is what happens. Damn, it's, fuck around and find out the shit. Like if Jesus. you if you give away free sauce, you're never then you're done. You can't give away no, I'm not saying listen. Give it up on life. I'm not saying I'm not saying that a dollar seventy-five is reasonable, but I don't know how much sauce they give them. It could be a goodly amount of sauce. You know how you ever buy a little jar or something and it costs like several dollars? You know you know what peanut butter costs now in a grocery store in Manhattan? It's like seven, eight bucks. It's yeah. highway robbery here already, you know, even if you're just trying to buy basic staples, you know? So, I mean, yeah, their margins are probably pretty fucking thin. But then again, I mean, how much is it for potatoes? I don't know, man. Employees who were working at the time, the women wanted more sauce. The employees told them, "I just, I cannot stop laughing at the fact that they wanted more sauce, <laughs> and they're like, that is a dollar and three quarters for a thing." Yeah, and then they just went nuts. You know what? And I'm not just defending these these women, but you know it wasn't just that. There's some attitude happening already. They came in the establishment all heated from something. They're being a fucking problem, and they didn't want to hear anything. Like it's a dollar seventy five for sauce. It, it was just the it, the problem was in the works already. But I think that's it. They, the the employees failed to take the rest of these ladies' evening into account. No, it's just. I mean, you, you know, you know what is it? It wasn't. This didn't happen because of the price of the sauce. There was a bunch of shit that built up to it, and they started talking shit to each other, and then now you have like all these people jump on the counter and throwing things. Somebody clearly had an attitude. I agree. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's there there's oh, a lot they're leaving the jump, out. From from the jump that that it was doomed to end up like this when they opened the door, you know what I'm saying? When they opened the door. <laughs> like when they when they kicked the door open to go in here at 4 fucking a.m. to get $20 worth of french fries and sauce then this is what's going to happen, you know, shit. They would be charged a dollar seventy-five, and that's when they say the women lost it. The video shows the women wrecking the place, jumping over yeah, the counter, <laughs> tossing appliances, bottles of sauce, throwing everything and anything within reach at the workers. The suspects were taken into custody and now face a number of charges, including assault. On Friday, they appeared in court. How much do they charge for assault? <laughs> Attorney for 23-year-old Tatiana Johnson says there is more to the story. Of course, but now I'm going to ask. Let's just stop right here. You make the call. You're the defense attorney for this woman who uh, is charged in this incident. That was right, right? Um, yeah, uh, I would be like, Your Honor, I mean, my, my client... And ex-wife have you know she lost her cool as we all do in these uncertain times, and this is a, a factual, in fact, a fraudulent 
enterprise money laundering scheme because look at this website it's all fancy using big words and shit and it would frustrate yeah. the best of us to, to show up at four morning and you're already heated because something happened with your fucking second baby daddy all that type of shit and you're going to charge a, an american a dollar 75 for mediocre homemade sauce like i'm surprised they didn't burn the building down and we're okay, lucky so that, that didn't i get that you've been to law school okay i get it but I, 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 I he doesn't quite go that lofty what the public has seen is a very, very limited piece of the information that's out there. And I believe once we get the full videotape and the full story of what happened that evening, it's going to be a much different version. And Ms. Johnson, we've indicated at the end of this case, there was more, uh, more arguing going on. Certain words were used against my client that sort of heightened the situation. But the now viral video. Certain words were used that yeah. heightened the situation. I think we get it. Video shows the women laughing, even twerking what? on Can top I? of the counter as they assaulted the victims and while other customers recorded the chaos. You want to the see that again, Alex? Laughing, no, no, I don't care about that. No, no, the she ain't. No, not her. I don't care about her at all. And while other uh, customers like, were... I do want, I do, earlier, the, like the stupid VO on this news story, because I've worked in local news and these people are idiots, right? But the sing-songy voice and then the writing... She calls it a joint. Uh, she calls the establishment a joint earlier on in the video. And I'm just like, God, how stupid can we get? Like, <sighs> Yeah, I know. Nobody <laughs> says that. I think there's a pizza joint around here. It's a, it, it no, has but it was her voice. See, that's why I wasn't attracted to the woman in yellow. Because she's going to talk like that all the time. And I'm just going to. Mm. She's not going to always use her broadcaster voice. Um, recorded the chaos. Mm. The suspects were oh, indicted. They are due like, back that's to what she looks like. July 20th. Now, that woman right there, let's see. I always try to look at a local newscaster like th this, you know, uh, an like a woman, and I assess whether or not she wants dick real bad. Um, now, they all do, of course, but I mean, like, I'm talking about it's on a, it's all relative. There's some that are only concerned about their career, and so you cannot, like, you know, assume that, that they all love sex, but this one here is somewhere in between. Like she's rocking a giant ring though, and that's on purpose. Oh shit. Is that okay, well it might not even be real, but I don't but even want to fuck with her. As for the victims, they were also in court but told us they were not available for comment. Outside of criminal court, I'm Jessica Formoso, Fox Five News. Oh, wait, wait, what's her oh. name? What was her name again? Did you hear that? Formoso. Jennifer uh, Formoso. Oh, God. Okay, so you know what category she's in is the, oh, is there, the, the, uh, she's the take your job too seriously one. Because I've worked with these women, and there's the ones that oh, get drunk as fuck, and there's ones that take themselves super seriously, and they will not tolerate any nonsense, and she's the latter, so. Mm -hmm. Formoso. Well, now to I deal with the one in white anyway. But told us they were not available for comment. Okay. With the f affect, it's like Giada De fucking De Laurentiis and stuff. Fucking, you don't have to pronounce certain words with a thick accent. That drives me up the wall. My you lord. You have to, if it's your name, you know, no, then like no. you, you feel entitled. Let's, let's hear it. Comment. Outside of criminal court, I'm Jessica Formoso. Fox 5. Oh. Jessica Formoso. I can't even trill my R like that. Me neither. I'm, I'm, just, I'm getting assaulted by these stories, Pat. I gotta be honest with you. Damn. Well, it. that's what this whole thing is, man. It's uh, yeah. it's yeah. like uh, it's like a, it's like some uh, fried fish, assault and battery. I'm gonna all hang up right now. <laughs> well, we got We got another couple of minutes here. Try and hang in there. I, I, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just troubled. That's all. It's been a long I, day. Hey, look, nobody's happy to see these things. Uh, Maybe some people are. African women putting hexes on me. They're not even throwing sauce at me or, or twerking my COVID barriers now. They're putting well, hexes on me. You got a hex put on you by who? The Jamaican one. And then the the fucking one from Ghana. Jesus was like picked up on it, saged me, saged the house, and then the, did the fucking egg cleanse. And then just like interpretive dance and shit like that. It's like, so I start believing this stuff, right? You know, it's just, and hey, if someone says you got a hex on you and you stub your toe, you're like, Jesus, that fucking hex. But I mean, I'm, I'm self-aware enough to know that I put myself in this, uh, you know, position.
Voltaire. Oh, hey, man, what am I? I'm not going to fucking be the guy who tells you that. Like, oh, you asked for it. I'm not going to do that. That model that called the cops on me, I knew I knew I was going to ride that relationship into the rocks willingly. I knew I was going to do it. I just didn't know it would get that bad at the end. But, you know, we well, still want to try to sh- if she knew how to work if she knew what direction to point a gun that model if she knew what direction to point it she might have tried to shoot me but still too dumb to even do that probably well that's a damn shame i mean like uh models are not known always for their intellect but a gun i mean that's a pretty simple uh little machine to operate but uh why would the woman put a hex on you i don't know i don't know I just don't know anymore. I don't know why we're talking about this. Well, you got to look into that, man. You got to figure out. Like, we're going pretty sweet otherwise, but it's just like, oh, okay. So I didn't know the one put the hex on me. I just knew she was a narcissist and gold digger. So, um, and a fucking emotionally immature 25 year old, which is all just, I mean, it's like par for the course. But then the African one comes in and I'm fucking spilling the beans about the Jamaican one who is all that shit anyway so the african one convinced me that the hex was put on me so then she had to put a hex on her and give me the egg cleanse and otherwise i had crazy you had no prior knowledge of the hex before the woman told you oh clearly you've had a hex put on you let me help you okay so the Uh, cure sometimes worse than 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 whatever the fuck but like this uh sage i had one that would burn sage and i'll never i i'm not into anybody burning it's that shit stinks sage oh, burners yeah that's don't you think yeah no it smells like salvia to me and it's like just hor- horrifying i'll Sal- burn insects and stuff like that but i mean it's just it's unpleasant but again i'm like oh this smells like shit and she's like that's because it's working and, and fucking dog shit like that with an accent <laughs> that means it's working that, that's that's your negative fucking shit getting sucked out of your pores from this stench or whatever, you know. Yeah. That's, hey man, one that's life good. to live. I'm I'm here to experience all this nonsense. So yeah, geez. hopefully for a long time. But you know something, man, you keep getting hexes put on you and cured of them with all the sage. Does your house still smell like fucking sage? Nah, cigarettes. Yeah, smoking inside a lot. <laughs> That's good. That's natural. Smoking indoors is a great privilege these days, and I, I do not take it lightly at all. No, I know you like to smoke in the smallest room in New York City. Uh, how far do you take it? The the laying down in bed and smoking is is starting. Like you always smoke on the toilet. That's a given. And yeah. you, you know about four or five cigarettes sitting on the pot, fucking reading whatever. Right. The smoking while in the bathtub, perfect. Laying in bed, that's a new level. And I was like, damn it, man, I'm smoking in bed now. And like you start getting drowsy and it's just like shit. I know is the shit's flame retardant. And I don't care about burning. I've had a good life. I can get hit by a bus. I don't care. But just the shame. It's like, oh, died while smoking in bed. I'm like, come on, man, for real. How fucked up are you though? Well, it's I've 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 read that I have sleep anxiety due to these fucking crazy maniac women so i i postpone sleep on purpose apparently i feel so full of shit how the hell um, <laughs> when you say it out loud anxiety. it's a whole different thing isn't it it's called it's called sleep procrastination i swear to god it's the term i've <laughs> heard I it before to... i've had it before yeah after a while you just go I, I don't... yeah just, I, I bad sleep health right so i've been operating on like a third shift ish schedule that's why we're talking at 5 48 local time and i haven't slept in probably 30 hours or so i don't know oh god dude you're just getting started you're just getting in the area of of the sleep avoidance thing right because like you know anytime you you, after i mean there's a certain number of hours you got a window where you're like man i'm really sleepy and i can go to bed and then you get like i don't know if you call it a second wind a third wind whatever it is it's the wind and then you're like, I, you still feel good. And then, like, you do feel like shit, and you start to, like, kind of get down in your mind. And then you start going, man, what's the matter with me? I don't know. I don't know. I feel terrible. I just feel everything's fucked up. And you, just, through, through fight it, yeah. you haven't slept. And then you go, well, uh, you do go to sleep, and you wake up, and you feel like a million bucks. But that you start to you, you dread sleep a little bit almost like i don't even want to go to sleep now this hasn't happened to me in a long time i i'm fucking i'm mostly going to sleep these days but uh, i i can relate i know what you're talking about I, and and here's the other thing uh you got to be careful who you uh give keys to your home 
you know, and that's uh, that's a factor, and it like that you that you have mentioned. Uh, this is this has not come from me personally. Uh, this sixty-five-year-old uh, man was punched after getting off of a Manhattan train, according to police. Punched just after getting off the subway train in Manhattan. 65-year-old victim. These are, okay, so the 54 and a 65-year-old victim. Now, I know 65 isn't as old as it used to be, but that's still a retirement age. What the fuck? Uh, you know, punching retirees. 72nd Street and Broadway Station is, uh, and you, right when you get out, I, get, I mean, like, I that's not a, that's a nice, you know. There's a lot of weirdos who hang around that McDonald's right there, and uh, that's unfortunate. But the, you know what? This is also the stop to get off on. If you want one of the very best hot dogs in New York City, get off at the and, and go to Gray's Papaya and uh, yeah. get yourself a papaya yeah. juice, pina colada they have. And this shit is not this is not going to Bell Fries. This is uh this is a, a reasonably priced flaming What I say what? Yeah, this is a high society area around there. I know what you're talking about. I would kill somebody for I would stab somebody for a for a pina colada and a Gray's papaya dog right now. Good lord. Would you punch them in the face if they were 65? Afterward, the suspect and a woman boarded, boarded <clears throat> excuse me, a northbound number two train. That means they were headed uptown, possibly to, uh, well, let's see, they could, they could have gone to Washington Heights, maybe. They could have gone up to the Bronx. They could have gotten off in Harlem. The victim uh, boarded the same train, but in a different car. In an attempt to follow the pair, he suffered bruising to his face, but refused medical attention. After reporting the attack to police, he was punched in the face, 65 years old, and he just didn't even fuck with it. Police asked for help in finding the suspect, who they described as being around 25, 165 pounds, medium build, with one, let's see, with long black hair and a bun. The suspect had long black hair and a bun. He was last seen wearing a blue baseball hat, a white T-shirt, black shorts, and black sneakers. So if you see a guy... Long black hair in a bun, blue baseball hat, white t-shirt, black shorts, black sneakers, with a woman who's around 25, thin build with long brown hair. You need to call 1-800-577-TIPS. That's 1-800-577-TIPS-8477 if you don't like the numbers. Or if you speak Spanish, 1-888-57-PISTA. And then you'll... uh, assist in, in, in the apprehension of these two. Here they are right here, by the way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the picture of them because uh, the description could not be more accurate. If you want to see black hair in a bun. I'm picturing the Salt Bay guy. Uh, that's not what I expected. What is that outfit? Exactly. Is now look at the woman. What is happening there? So she's got a suitcase. So she's a tourist. Yeah. They're tourists. <laughs> He's even got the little bag. Yeah, they're obviously. You know. Why do men wear purses now? That's like a fashionable thing. Like the, the fanny pack around the chest. It's been going on a while, hasn't it? I, I saw one description, like clothing, clothing description or whatever. The guy was like wearing, it might have been your show, wearing gray sweatpants, no shirt, carrying a sweatshirt. So like topless dude with sweatpants carrying the, the other part of the outfit in his hands. Carrying a sweatshirt, yeah. If you see a guy carrying a sweatshirt, he never wears it ever. <laughs> says he needs yeah, to get well, a cookie well, crutcher here. Says uh, he needs to get help as well as his female friend should be charged with abuse to elderly. Boy, that got 13 upvotes. No, another attack on the elderly. Dot, 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 NYC. That's from uh, somebody Asian, and it's uh, it's it's literally in letters that I can't read. Stumpy Dog said uh, only in New York. What's that, Alex? Copy and paste those characters into uh, Google and see if they can translate it into English and figure out what this username you, is. You really think I care that much, but okay, sure. Uh, let's just do that. Copy, and I go to Google Translate. All right. I appreciate you indulging me here. Oh, sure, man. I'm sure that it's like Ray, you know. It could be something incredible. It, the thing I'm, well, first of all, just a couple thoughts on the show. The first kid, the 14 year old in his prime that got, that died, he's the, he sucks. I mean, he's like, I mean, he's compared to all these other victims. Oh, like, his name is That's know. Great. By the way, just to, sorry to interrupt, but that was the name. The, it's That's Great. Well, that's right. You were. That was interesting. Yeah, nice. Thank you for that. 
Oh God, this fucking place again. Burns me down. <laughs> All right. Did you did you hear about our guy? Oh, let's say a couple more. Uh, it says Biden voters gone wild. That's J boy. Uh, J boy. And uh, Bunny says savages. And uh, somebody has drawn has a little has three little doo doo emojis. That's pocket of resistance doo doo emojis. Uh, I know you had thoughts on on sort of summing up the show. Um, would you like to hear this? Uh, Involving our mayor before we do that, or would, or would you prefer to go ahead to uh, your statements? Oh no, just, just I mean, it's not a, a closing statement, but just I'm I'm wondering about motive in all these attacks, like punching someone off the subway, stabbing somebody. It's like it seems random, but the 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 news never you know kind of provides any reasoning behind. It, it seems just like random. So people just lost their minds and they're just taking swings at people. That, well, I guess that's what they're, the the reality they're trying to project, isn't it? That like, yeah, this shit just happened out of nowhere. This shit was crazy. They didn't get enough sauce. Uh, they were just mad about the sauce. Uh, you know, they it's things interactions are tense between people, right? Sometimes, and so that's uh, you know they I guess they it's hard to pick up on all that stuff. I guess that's where objective reporting comes in. They maybe they consider that to be objective. They're like, hey, we're just giving the facts here, but uh, at the same time, you kind of go, well. I don't know. Are you are you are you really giving the full facts, or are you um, you know, are you cutting us out of some important details? They do leave out important details a lot in the reporting. If you're going to sensationalize and tell the story or whatever, and editorialize, like give something. I mean, for Christ, but I mean, people like you and me aren't going to be afraid to ride the subway because some random ass shit might happen. You can't live like that. But I mean, damn it, like give us something entertaining. The why? What about the why? The why is interesting, but you know what? The, here's the other part. I think that they think if they give the why, then they think they're getting into victim blaming. I think that's what it is, is that they have to just like say it's random because if they're like, this guy was being a total asshole and got punched, what do you got? <laughs> this guy, well, they'll just say, huh? I'm sorry, what? No, I'm saying they, they took cr stories from every crazy ass motherfucker in that fry restaurant and on the subway and all this and that. I mean, just like like gonzo journalism is a bit like give me something. I mean, why draw the line at what? Why show restraint in this dog shit profession at that point? You're going to leave out that part at out of some integrity or something. But anyway, I digress. No, no, no. It is not. In, it's not out of integrity. It's out of presenting it a certain way. You know, like, what if they were like, these chicks had attitude from the minute they came in. They were, we knew they were going to be troublemakers, and they started fucking, first of all, they wanted free drinks. We don't give free drinks. Then they wanted extra everything. And yeah. this lady well, asked for six fucking sauces. You know, they're not going to get into all that. And then in the headline, they call it a food fight. I'm like, well, why would they be arresting people for a food fight? Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. There's real criminals running around, and they have these these poor girls are, are in trouble for a food fight. Who, what about gun violence? Who do you think has more integrity, the reporter that wrote the food fight headline and article, or a real estate agent? Oh, uh, well, a real estate agent. <laughs> I appreciate you bearing with me on my dumbass questions. No, no, no. I, it's always a, a question like that is always is always good because it does make you think and go like, well, see, I guess. I mean, like I the reporters, it's not a, it's not a, they think that they have plenty of integrity, but they do like a story that has just a definite fucking villain and a definite victim. They want a villain and a victim. They want to tell a story like these people bad, these people good. And that's and that's it. And then when you because when you start getting into the fucking de details of the shit, a lot of people find that less interesting. I find it more interesting if I, if you know, there's something to debate, right? But they like to really, they want to tell you who the good guy and the bad guy is, and I, and I, I feel like even when they identify the bad guys, sometimes they identify because I mean, I it could arguably, it's well, it's without a doubt that that throwing shit, taking a building apart because you don't like the prices on the menu you just walked into, <coughs> and and decided to buy food. That's bad. I'm now. I'm not for highfalutin. Fucking. I don't. I wouldn't eat in a place like that. I've never been into that restaurant. I've passed it. Don't fuck with it at all because I go. That's going to be some bullshit. You know. That is some bullshit. And and these girls knew it was some bullshit. They had to. 
So you go, well, why'd you go into a place where you knew it was bullshit? You know, well, now you get so young queens yeah. keeping it real out there for us. Okay. Wait, is, it, is it laziness on the part of the journalist to, to make things simple to read like that? Or is it them knowing their dumbass audience and they're catering to them? It's creating a dumbass audience. You know, it's it's training them to a degree where they're like, no, this is what you get. And I mean, like they have a certain kind of there's all kinds of like little mini agendas in there, you know, with a larger one. I guess they think it sells papers if you don't say, hey, a couple of guys uh, had like a dispute. Hard to say who's right or wrong. But, you know, one guy got his foot nailed into a board on a deck or something. You know, it's it's. You can't have a vi- you can't blame the victim, I guess, is what it is. And, and, and anything. And if you try to indicate that they had anything to do with their own attack, you know, it's the what was she wearing thing, I guess. Right. Not everyone's as liberal as you and I. So we need the details. But if I see a long ass New York Post article, it's like 10 pages. I ain't reading that shit. And that has all the details. That's kind of it. Maybe that's kind of it. They got to keep it brief. A uh, New York City mayor, Eric Adams. That's our uh, still new mayor, I guess. What we're seven months getting, we're getting into like the word in the seventh month. Uh, he's been in half a year. He disclosed that he told Staten Island DA Michael E. McMahon that it was unfair for Shoprite worker Daniel Gill to spend a day in jail after he gave a slap on the back to ex-mayor Rudy. Giuliani. So that's what happened. He um, he apparently, uh, you know, <laughs> doesn't like uh, uh, Giuliani, you know, and so uh, he he walks up to the guy and he goes, uh, "What is he? What does he said? He called him a scumbag." I think. He goes, uh, <laughs> says scumbag. He said, "Hey, what's up, scumbag?" As he approached Giuliani, slapped him on the back. And and Giuliani's pissed, you know. He's like, "What? What the fuck? You ever have somebody slap you on the back too hard? It's Ooh, it's worse. Yeah. It's worse when you don't know, you know, like like that that's gonna happen, and it's, it feels like a jarring thing, especially to an old dude. I mean, the guy is old. He was initially charged with second degree assault involving a person over age thirty. This guy and uh, or excuse me, over sixty five, over age sixty five. Gil, the suspect, is thirty. He's a shoprite employee, I guess. Uh, grocery store. Those uh, charges were later downgraded to third-degree assault, third-degree menacing, and second-degree harassment, released from jail on his own recognizance, no bail. And Adam said he was happy when Gill was released. So I don't understand. Um, I, I don't think Eric Adams would like it very much if somebody walked up and said, hey, scumbag, and, and, and slapped him on the back like that. You know, it's like... Uh, then again, the charges, I don't know what they should be, but like you don't you certainly don't want to encourage this kind of like physical contact with just somebody who's a public figure and this is your understanding of like what they did or whatever, you know. Uh I don't think it comes from a very informed place. I mean, Giuliani saved a lot of lives with stop and frisk. That's what happens, you know, stop and frisk. You have tens of, you know, thousands of lives, black and brown lives mostly, that get saved when illegal guns are taken off the street. And that, you know, people might think it's some kind of a violation. A lot of people try to say it's unconstitutional, which it just flat isn't. And, you, you know, that they, the, the, uh, the idea of stop and frisk, the process, the, the, the tactic, whatever you want to call it, is not, or procedure, I guess you could call it, uh, it's it's proactive policing. It is not unconstitutional. It, it There was a judge who once said that it was applied unconstitutionally in New York City. Shira Sheenlin, the, the decision was as good as thrown out. There was going to be, to be an appeal of the decision. De Blasio dropped it, and then we have the beginning of the end for New York City. So anyways, whatever. I'm not sitting here trying to talk about how bad it is or whatever. I'm just saying... Eh, <laughs> Maybe people should have some appreciation for how much New York City was cleaned up. You know, like, it's funny how they tout that all the time when you read these things. Murders are way down from 1990. Look at this. You know, our city is still pretty crime-free relative to the 90s, but they don't give any credit for how it got that way. They say it's, well, the crack era just ended. I don't know if that's it. The lead paint. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. So, I, all right, well, f- first of all, I don't give a fuck about a politician. 
but like I, I don't know his politics whatever that's not the issue the issue is in that paragraph right there when the worker wearing a pandemic mask which is just a waste of characters in, in a sentence walked up behind him and appeared to slap on the back of his right hand as he walked by so yeah hey what's up scumbag slap as he's walking right public figure you don't touch giuliani or any public figure like that you shake the hand if it's like it's like a mutual thing or whatever probably shouldn't have slapped him like that might knock the wind out of the old bastard or something but it's like i'm i'm getting autistic over the text and shit here because they they put slap in quotes at the beginning and then uh stupid eric adams says pat on the back he thinks it was a pat which wasn't in quotes and i just I have lost all, I'm so disenfranchised with the media journalism in general and just everything that I, you know, it's just, you lose hope for these people for Christ. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> slap the, where does he say top. Pat? Okay. So then blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, yeah, it was clear from the videotape. A pat on the back is not an assault. I communicated that with the district attorney. So you really need the mayor to intervene with a DA who's trying to charge somebody and do their fucking job. You got to get them to downgrade charges against some ShopRite employee to prove what? You really know more about this case than the fucking Staten Island DA? Oh, so you saw the videotape. Well, okay, that's different. I mean, the guy has a job to do in his borough. Let him do his fucking job. Could you imagine, like, Adams, is, for all his faults and whatever fucking weird shit he's doing on the side like that calendar is packed every single day and he's got time to come not only view the videotape but the comment on the story because Giuliani got slapped on the back and he what, what he wants to guy like who's Gil I want to know what the fuck Gil and the mayor have history wise or what the dude looks like <laughs> they're also so misspelling good. Gil because they're saying Gil with one L there and then and it's two L's to begin with yeah it's, I mean, what are we doing here? Like, who's how much is this per, who's the person who wrote this? I'll just get, get it's out from us. It's from Staten Island Live, and uh, it's uh, David Lucis. I mean, we just like nobody gives a fuck about details anymore or just any kind of integrity whatsoever. So it's like, yeah, you, you don't clap. I, I would say clap him on the back. That's a clap on the back, kind of takes the wind out of you a little bit. We're saying pat on the back. You don't touch somebody from behind like that, especially if it's, you know, a former public figure. It's it's it, he's, he is still a public figure. He's a he's a former, uh, you know, he was the being mayor of New York City is the they I've heard it said the third third most powerful position in the United States. You have in terms of the number of people that you have that you sort of have some responsibility over. And, you know, it's an influential sort of a, a position it's uh it, it's it's something it's not anything to sneeze at uh oh, giuliani was america's mayor for christ's sake he was the 9-11 mayor he was the one who every i mean it, it was a big fucking deal uh now since he started uh you know some of his associations create problems uh for a lot of people and then all of a sudden and 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 then of course you know once he comes in cleans up the crime, puts in the policies that clean up the squeegee guys, that get them off the streets, that get the fucking people not jumping the turnstiles anymore. And and, and they, he, he solves a lot of the small problems, the graffiti, the blight. Uh, he gets a lot of the porn places out of Times Square. He gets uh, the... the uh, he solved a lot of fucking problems. He really cleaned up the city. Once that's done, they're like, "Fuck you," you know. Get it? You're a racist. I, uh, I I take exception to that. I don't I don't think this was done at at the cost of of anybody's freedom. I think it was um, actually something that saved a lot of lives. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the day in well, all right. Let me play devil's advocate. Day in jail, I think is okay, right? Just for the just for the lack of decorum, you don't slap. The mayor, Dan Jail is fine. Should yeah. So I think we're in agreement there. But to play devil's advocate, Giuliani being America's mayor, going through all that shit, not to mention a career and lifetime of being so fucking cutthroat that you get yourself elected to that position, right? Should be able to tolerate a slap on the back, right? With he's with, old. Right? He what? He's old. 
I know, but an old I mean, guy now. He's you know. Hey, he's, I mean, respect the elders, all that shit. But I mean, come on, you're like you're you're Giuliani. Let's let's take the slap on the back, and you don't have to have the current mayor come and fucking chump you like that and everything. Well, I don't the thing know is, once you that. have, I know you're devil's advocate here, but once, I mean, like he also took on the mob. You know, he he, he cleaned up the the fucking mafia in New York City as as a the. I was the uh, I don't know if he was attorney general or Manhattan DA or something, but he uh, I don't know that much about that. But I do know that he he's, you know, the guy who took that on. Um, so not only, though, did he is he commenting on this and not only, you know, did he take the time to watch the video, but he he, he had a private conversation with the DA and. Uh, you know, when you have a mayor, you know, coming to talking to the Staten Island DA, I mean, look, your job is on the fucking line. A whisper in the ear of Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA, is enough to get that guy, I don't know, man, taken out of his position, I would think. Yeah, or at Literally, least uh, he's, yeah. he's definitely harming himself by, by going against somebody, uh, City Hall. You know, there's no question about that. Um his quotes are great. Uh, Giuliani's quotes are amazing. Yeah, Giuliani's quotes here. Yeah, this guy is a fucking loser. He said, "When you can, when you have crime higher than De Blasio, you should resign." And we'll leave it at that. My God, wow. well done, well said. Uh, you're not promoting anything, are you? Except just your, uh, you know, hack situation. <laughs> Uh, good talking to you, man. And everybody, I hope you check out Locals, uh, my Locals page. A lot of new stuff on there. And if you want to see the video of this, that's where it lives. Uh, that's uh, supporters only. But you can follow and get a lot of stuff for free. It's nyccrimereport.locals.com. Need you now more than ever at nyccrimereport.locals.com. I am no longer at Compound Media. Uh, it's, I guess this is an, as, as official of an announcement as there needs to be. So uh, you won't see me on there no more uh, doing that show uh, and doing TBD and stuff there. So Compound Media, no longer a thing for me. And, uh, and I'll go into the details some other time, but uh, that's the fact. Thanks for joining me, Alex. Good talking to you. Good talking to you. Check me out on twitch.tv slash music. The DJ on the side, and yeah, let's make our own show. But yeah, we'll talk about it. we'll talk about the mis misspent years of the youth in the city. Talk about well, I want to just talk about it. Talk about the ladies. I just want uh, phone numbers and uh, OnlyFans accounts and stuff like that. But the man wants some extra. Apparently, I can't stop abusing myself with these types. So you know, I'm a Scorpio. Shouts ah. out to all of us. <laughs> your your like, hair's looking good. You got Roman. Yeah, you know where I went. Yeah, you know where I went. This is the man who recommended my barber. Uh, yeah, I got, uh, I got I got one of uh, I got one of the good ones in there. There, there. There's one in there that I'll never sit down with again. Uh, thanks one more time, and thanks thanks for listening to New York City Crime Report.